Because for me, like the laughs are great, but I don't get those. (laughs) (laughs) It's always you're goddamn right. You don't. (laughs) Get ready. This is Happy Valley Comedy. It's gonna be one heck of a time. What? I said hack. Welcome to the Happy Valley Comedy Podcast. Here doing comic talk with someone who's relatively new at comedy but freaking killing it cheyenne jackson <laughs> hello wow okay maybe not if she's laughing at that uh that's Kill, not killing it Ryan. it wasn't a joke it was i was being serious you're a joke i think you're funny well thank you i appreciate it great whatever <laughs> been, take a compliment real, i've been trying once. real hard whatever cheyenne jackson been on a lot of happy valley comedy production shows a lot of stuff funny i mean you can be the judge of that let's just listen to this episode right <laughs> let's go for it Jeez, <laughs> cheyenne so you've been doing comedy for freaking what six months now seven 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 months my first open mic was august 31st so you've peaked at this point. I've definitely peaked. Okay. I'm on the I'm on the way downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I'm well, on the way back down. What made you get into the whole comedy scene? You want to know what it actually was, and this is a true story, and I love telling it to people. Is that um, I was at the best definition of rock bottom, just like the worst point in my life. And I ended up getting a therapist. You know, that checks out. Yeah. It, it kind of does. <laughs> did the shaved side of the head not give it away? <laughs> no, I was at like absolute rock bottom. And I was like, you know what? I've got good insurance. I'll just get a therapist. And within my first session, like within probably the first 10 minutes of my first session, I cracked a joke about something like I real serious. I don't know what it was. But she goes... She goes, if you want to tell jokes, take it to an open mic. It's not for here. And so I signed up. <laughs> wow. I started writing jokes, and I I scoped out the Wise Guys mic on Wednesdays. I went to one. Alex Valuto was hosting. And I went up, and I just, like, asked him. I was like, hey, how do you sign up for this? Nice name drop. And, oh, Alex is – I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I have his number because he gave it to me from the stage He gave it to me and everybody else because he says it out loud. Um, But he he was the host and he was like, oh, all you have to do is like send the email. This is where you get like he was super helpful. And then the next week, my first week, it was Pete Jr. hosting. And he Mm. he like came up to me after the show. He's like, you got to come back. And yeah, it was it was way fun. And then I just every single week ever since I just kind of hit a mic every week. I don't think I've gone a week since then where I haven't gone to an open mic. What, what month was that? August. What did you say? August? It was August 31st was my first open mic. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever saw you was my very first time at Wise Guys when I did an open mic oh. in September. Yeah. And I remember so, this specifically because I remember the joke that I was like, she's funny. And I always remember, and that's when I reached out to you and I was like, hey, like apparently I'm doing shows and I don't know you, but I remember <laughs> that one time when you were funny, you should tell those jokes. And you're like, well, they're not clean. I'm like, do you have a clean version? And then you had a clean version. I just cleaned it up. <laughs> I was impressed. Because I just cleaned it's, it up. It's pretty raunchy. You're pretty raunchy. It was the joke about my tits, wasn't it? Yeah. That was my second open mic ever. And then you changed it to your feet. I did. I changed it to my feet and a lot of people really enjoyed that um and then recently i changed it to like my fingernails because like if you paint your right hand with your left hand it looks like 
dog shit. And then if you paint your left hand with your right hand, it looks fine because, you know, dominant <laughs> hand. And that one did pretty well, too. But, yeah, I just, I mean, the original form of the joke is that my tits have lived two completely separate lives. Right. Which is completely true. Um, you hit rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it shows. And it, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think also in that time when you were doing that open mic, uh, you, like, won a shirt. Yes. Yes, I did. And it, at the very end, I had written this into the set that I was like, oh, I, before I go, I want to say thank you. I've got friends and family here. I've got, you know, like, thank you guys for coming out on a Wednesday. I want to thank Facebook for turning everyone I know into a c- <laughs> And it got a it got a huge laugh. Like, it, there's nothing more validating than to hear, like, the high-pitched, like, laughter of certain people in the crowd that you know that it's them. And I got like three of those. I could pick out like three different people. And I was like, I'm so proud of that. And then at the end, I said, because Jordan Macon was the host mm-hmm. and he had brought a T-shirt and it was a 2XL. He was like, whoever wins, <laughs> they have to be OK with a 2XL. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And it was between me and Dallas Briggs for sure, because Dallas was talking about his uh, like a hernia or something. And it was a really, really good set. But Dallas is absolutely not a 2XL. And I was like, oh, man, I hope Jordan takes this into consideration. And so I was like, I'll say something while I'm on stage. So after I said, thank you, Facebook, for turning everyone I know into a I said, um, and I'd like to thank Jordan for noticing my 2XL rack. And I just like bent down and I was like, thank you. And he said it at the end of the show. He was like, not a lot of people schmooze me for my merchandise. So here's the winner. And I just, I remember running up and just like bouncing on stage on purpose being like, thank you so much. So that was, that was August. And now you've fully filled into the double XL. I fully filled into the double XL. Yeah. This is a whole new rock bottom. This is a whole new rock bottom. This is this is like the reason that I'm still at rock bottom is because I got too fat to lift out. Yeah, those of you who are listening, you can hear the fat. <laughs> you can, my, <laughs> my double chins are what's causing the reverb. <laughs> what, what makes you keep coming back to the open mics then? What makes you keep coming back to comedy? Is it that those laughs that you were talking about? Like you get a high or something? There are some addicts within the community. Oh, for sure. Some some like clean addicts that are just like, I've replaced my drugs with the laughter. <laughs> and like, I get it because there is some sort of high, but why do you keep coming back to comedy? Oh man, there are a lot of reasons I keep coming back. There's, I mean, I love the reactions that I get to the jokes that I know work for sure. Um, I love when I like think of a new joke and it, I mean, it just lands. It's amazing. But I also love, uh, that like when you get off stage, when you've completely bombed, people won't patronize you. (laughs) People will literally be like, yeah, that was a pretty bad set, but it's fine. And then (laughs) Because they've like, been there. Yeah, they've been there. And yeah. so when you bomb, it's not like this childish, like, oh, you did great. You did. They're not going to kiss your ass. Like, right. And it's like, you know what? I'm surrounding myself with these people who are not going to just pretend like they give a shit. And I really like that. Yeah, so I really like the crowd. Because for me, like, the laughs are great, but I don't get those. <laughs> it's always You're been... You're goddamn right you don't. I... <laughs> Uh, I I like the community, like just yeah. like what you're saying. Everybody gets it. Like everybody's like on the same page. Well, yeah, they've been there, and it was so funny because I did a show the other day. I don't know if you were there, but I did a show the other day at this little bar in Payson. And oh no, 
And I'm I not even there. kidding. He was out. He was the one who put the show on. <laughs> um, but I did this show, and I was there with two guys who had been doing comedy. Like one of them has done comedy all over. He's been to Denver. He's been yeah. like he's he's done it everywhere. He travels. He does shows on the road. And then the other one, he's been you know he's been in the scene for quite some time. And they're both super funny. Way funny. And both of them, like when we showed up, we had nobody there. No one was in this bar. <laughs> not a single not a person. single person. The chairs weren't was, even set up. The chairs weren't set up. It was us. just us. And it we were dying. And so like What's even funnier about that <laughs> is I showed up and I'm looking around and there's no there's no chairs set up. And then finally the, the owner walks in and is like, Hey, so you guys ready? Where's your equipment? I was like, You're freaking kidding <laughs> he goes, me. Right? You guys have microphones. Right, and me and Will looked at each other. We like locked eyes. We were like, "This is the shit show." <laughs> it sucks because, like, being the one who puts it together, my biggest stress is giving you guys a good experience, like comedians a good experience. No, and sh- we were, and that's what I was getting at is we were all fine, and it's so funny because you were worried that they were going to react like crazy, like they were going to hate this, they were never going to do this again. The audience. No, 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 the comedians. The com- yeah, exactly. And the comedians were just like, I am so happy this is happening. This is the best night. And yeah. like, Brian was like so happy to be a part of it. He was just like, I am I am just so happy that this is happening. Which is so strange to me because <laughs> I was just like, shouldn't you guys be so mad at me right we now? We were all losing it. It got to a point where like Quinn went outside to vape while he was, that was the microphone funny. was still in his hand. And he went outside, he goes out to vape and he's still talking because it's a cordless <laughs> microphone. And another guy goes out with him and they just like start talking outside. And then, like, I sat down on the stage, and I was just like, I'm just so done with this, but it's funny. And it it turned out pretty well, but, oh, man, I I just, I love that it's like, we've all had extremely similar situations. It doesn't matter if, you know, it's me doing this for six months, or, like, Will, who's been doing it for years and has been everywhere. He's like, nope, this is just what happens. And that's so good to hear because, like, you and I relatively new to the whole scene and everything. Yeah. It feels like we're all on the same page. But, like, it's it's great to see that, like, fun can still be had. <laughs> and so, Quinn, Quinn turned to me. And Quinn has been on the podcast before complaining about how many shows he doesn't get to be on. And then I finally put him on one. And then he turns he to was- me. He, t- he turns to me that night. I'm so glad that you saved me for this show. <laughs> Because it was just the worst, just the worst experience. But like, everybody made it great. And then there was karaoke afterwards. Yes. Uh, Yes. And what's funny too, that same night, like I have never seen anybody clear a room. Oh my god! The the way a certain individual did. (laughs) I said it already. He did. Quinn Uh, and Quinn knows it. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was funny. Because like. And he knew he was clearing the room. Like oh my he, God, did I he feel know? like that was his like goal because I turn, I turn to Will, and then Will just looks at me, and he's like, he's like shaking Quinn. his head. And then Brian, Brian actually turns to another guy who gets up because Brian was coming up after that, and he turns to the guy who's standing, and is like, hey, like don't go anywhere, I'm he's going up next. And I'm then, next. The, and the guy is like, I'm just going to the bathroom. <laughs> it was so funny because like I don't think that they planned to 
like go down and just get shit faced. But the second that we saw the room, like we walked into the room and there were like three American flags. And <laughs> I think Will was the one who referred to it as a as Bass Pro storage unit. Mixed between his <laughs> uncle's basement. Yes. <laughs> and it looks like you could ha- hold a clan yes, meeting there. You absolutely could. Like in this day and age, and they wouldn't shut down the bar for it. They would just leave it open. And you'd be fine. There was a pulpit. Yeah. There is a pulpit <laughs> for the Grand Wizard himself. I'm sure I'm it I'm sure there's insane. clan meetings there every now and then. It was it was so fun though cuz like I it was crazy cuz I had like these back-to-back shows almost that one of them was just filled. We had this yeah. movie theater filled with people. Yeah. And then I just I felt like I bombed my ass off. That's so funny because you walk away from so many shows thinking that. I like, do. Like the one in Payson, I get, but I still think you're funny. I felt better about that show than I did about That's the other one. so bizarre to I me. felt better about Payson. I don't understand why you felt that way about the Town Hub because I don't know why. you did so well there. I, I get that that's how it goes as being a comedian, yeah. putting yourself out there. And you, and like, cause like you build it up. Well, I knew you were destined to fail that <laughs> night in your own mind because in the green room, if that's what you want to call it, in that, the in that space. Yeah, the backstage behind with the a, movie with screen. With what I can only assume was cardboard in between that and the actual stage because yeah. they could hear Because everybody in the stage could, could hear you. We could hear everyone. Well, like, I knew you were destined to fail in your own mind because, <laughs> because you kept turning me and just like, is this funny? I was like, dude, you've already got the job. You're like, why? God. Why are you... Like stressed about this. I just I don't know what it is. I don't. I mainly think it's just in my mind. I have had a situation where somebody who's been doing this for a long time has gotten upset that I have been doing this for a lot less time, and and I was you know technically headlining a show. I've seen that. You've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. Um, and I just remember that night. I just like kind of looked around at the people on that show with me and you were like hyping it up you're like it's it's pretty much a sold out show it's a really good crowd and, and it really I was, was. Just, it was but i looked around and i was like oh everybody else on this show has been doing this for like years years oh, that's why that's what it was and i was just like what if these two people who went before me who have been doing this for like ages what if I go out there and I just bomb? Because I knew, like, my confidence level wasn't up super high. But I was like, I am going to let them down. I'm going to ruin their night and then ruin mine. <laughs> because I was like, they don't think I'm that funny. And they probably also have the same mindset of that person who was like, oh, I've been doing this a lot longer. And, like, I understand where it's coming from because, don't get me wrong, like, in that situation, I'm like, this person who's th- feeling this, in my opinion, is way funnier than I am. Way funnier. And, like, they know that, too. <laughs> and the fact that I was, like, headlining the show is really what got me. And I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you heard know. it here first. Uh, comedians are broken inside. <laughs> <laughs> comedians are broken. Cheyenne is, is demolished. <laughs> like, if you didn't think there was a lower rock bottom... You just saw all three it's stages this. of it. It's this. It's red hair. Shave side of the face. Shave side of the head. Children's shoes. Double XL. Iron Maiden <laughs> t-shirt. Perfect. I'm just trying so hard to fit in. I just, <laughs> Ryan, I just need friends. Okay, well, you're not going to find it here. 
because no one likes you. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on to the show here tonight. There's no other way to end this but to say, hopefully, hopefully you don't find yourself throwing your toaster in your bathtub tonight. Nah, nah. The cord's not long enough. We we learned that to off plug mic. it in and get into the bathtub with yeah, me. We learned that off mic. Yeah. Uh, so I'm willing to donate an extension cord. Oh. Uh, so yeah. Thank you. So hopefully you achieve all your dreams. <laughs> or I'll take the extension cord. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Goodbye. Good night.